This episode of Teach Play Learn the Podcast is brought to you by my friends at Alive Studio Zoo. AliveStudioZoo.com is the place to go to check out the most amazing, mind-boggling engagement through augmented reality. I mean, this stuff is amazing. I don't know how it works, but I know it works, and I use it all the time in my classroom and with my virtual students. So check it out for yourself today. And when you do, if you decide to purchase something, do me a favor and use the promo code TEACHERSLEARN2. That's the number two at checkout. This episode is also brought to you by ESGI. ESGISoftware.com is your one-stop shop to streamline your progress monitoring process. Not only does it make the process smooth, easy, and fun for kids, but you get real-time instant results and data that you can use to drive your instruction. When you head to ESGISoftware.com and sign up for your free trial with no credit card required, use the promo code TEACHERSLEARN2, that's the number two, to save yourself on your first paid year. They're always running contests with prizes and all kinds of stuff too, so make sure you check out ESGISoftware.com today. Albert Einstein once said that play is the highest form of research. Well, let's get ready to do some research. This is Teach, Play, Learn, the podcast, and I am your host, Adam Peterson. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Teach, Play, Learn podcast. So excited to be joined by someone who kind of introduced me to the world of play in kindergarten when I saw him speak years ago in Illinois, my good friend, Mr. Kurt Schwangel. Welcome to the show, Kurt. Thanks, Adam. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. It's good to see you. On, on I see that you're probably sitting in t-shirt and shorts right now, and I'm in a oh, hoodie yeah. and, and jeans because it's, it's 75 degrees where I am. Oh my gosh, it's <laughs> snowy and icy here. So, uh, yeah, I, I kind of gave you a brief introduction that you taught me a lot from when we when we first met. But for the listeners that might not know who you are in this world of education, uh, give us a little backstory. Who who is Kurt Schengel as, as Mr. Schwengel? Okay, uh, let's see. Uh, I've been teaching kindergarten and kindergarten only for 25 years. Right on. Um, not only 25 years, but 25 years in the same classroom. Okay. That's unheard of these days. <laughs> Which is hard to do. Like, it's, you know, it's pretty hard to stay in a grade level, even to stay in a school, but to stay in the same classroom for 25 years. Um, I'm pretty proud of that. And, um, you know, I've been, uh, you know, I met you when I was traveling the country. Um, you know, teaching at all the teaching conferences and stuff like that, mostly about play-based kindergarten, mm -hmm. trying to spread the message. Um, I have a, a TED talk called Occupy Kindergarten that I think every kindergarten and first grade teacher, if they walk, if they spend 18 minutes watching it, you'll spend 18 minutes nodding in agreement yeah. to pretty much everything I say about, you know, kindergarten isn't really kindergarten, it's first grade, everything's getting pushed down we got to bring back the play and the, mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, uh, socialization of the kids, which is the whole point of kindergarten is so getting these kids socialized. Um, and, um, you know, I mean, I, I'm kind of in the same boat as everybody else right now. We've been on uh, distance learning since March. Um, so you, with, you guys never went back. No, no, not never. To start this year. Nothing. It's yeah, all been so I'm, I'm in Santa Monica, which is in LA County which is being called the worst place in the world right now for, for coronavirus. <laughs> it's just, it's literally like the, the LA times just published one in five people are testing positive. Really? That's yeah. That's what they're, that's what they're reporting. So, Dang. so, so we never even came close to going back last spring. Um, there was talk of opening in the fall, never happened. Um, we have something called the TK through two waiver out in California Mm -hmm. Um, so some TK through two schools, um, classrooms went back okay. and, you know, we're kind of more often than not immediately shut down. 
one kid tested positive. Everybody goes home for two weeks, right. stuff like that. Um, yeah, so I'm in distance learning with no end in sight. We're, we're, we're about to enter. If we can go back to the red tier, our district is saying that we're going to do distance learning plus. Now, the plus is some in-person <laughs> stuff. It's some in-person stuff on campus that nobody's really talked about how we're going to do it. Is it going to be inside? Is it going to be outside? Is it going to be the entire class at once? And my class is only 14 kids right now instead of its usual 24. Mm -hmm. um, so nobody's really defined the plus. But, um, you know, I, I'm, in a, I'm in this weird state where I could be going back to school, um, you know, uh, because of this waiver in mid-February. Or I, I could be online until August. You know, we just... It, we're just it's so up in the air and so crazy you know i'm just assuming i i have to press forward like we're going to be online for the rest of the year i just have to be ready for that well in front of what i've seen you're making you're making that online place work as much as i'm, it's, I'm sure it's killing you because <laughs> so, so what i found in the it well actually in the spring of last year is you've seen my classroom it's incredibly thematic right. like when you walk in my classroom you don't have to ask what we're studying. Yep. You see 20 kids dressed as construction workers or with pirate bandanas or in Star Wars outfits. You know, you know what we're studying. Every ounce of my classroom is thematic. And my question was, is, is that going to translate to online, to distance learning? And it turns out it does. Yeah. Like, let me give you an example. So for Halloween, um, I would normally black out all the windows and turn the classroom into a haunted classroom, mm -hmm. okay? And the kids would be reading by flashlights and everything like that. And we, I'd be playing like the Disney uh, Haunted Mansion soundtrack, you know, with thunder <laughs> and lightning and chains rattling and stuff like that. So it's kind of like a haunted house. So I was thinking, how could I pull this off online? I can't have all the parents black out their houses, you know? Or something. <laughs> so I figured, okay. Well, you, you can try. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to teach from a closet for two weeks. That's what's so and cool. Pretend like I'm in a haunted house and all these, and all these things would happen, you know, like I would reach, I would put on like a, a, a gargoyle hand or something. And from the side of the screen, my own arm would be reaching in, grabbing <laughs> me by the neck. And I'd go, oh my gosh, is there, is there a, a gargoyle arm around me right now? And the kids are screaming, Mr. Schwengel, look out, there's a hand crawling on you. <laughs> and, you know, I had little guest stars. Like I had, you remember uh, the Twilight Zone talking Tina? Yeah. Okay, so this little baby doll that I don't even know why it was in my house. Um, I had I this say, you don't have little kids. <laughs> I have two 19-year-old sons. I don't know why I have a baby doll. Um, so I have this little baby doll that would come into the screen and start talking to the kids and go, I'm talking Tina. And, and then it would cut to me. I'd move the camera and I'm like bound and gagged in the corner of the dark closet. <laughs> like, and so I was just trying to be super creative with it. The kids were digging it. They were loving it. Um, and then I have the mystery unit. So in Santa Monica, if we were in class, our six foot swordfish uh, mascot up on the wall named Rocky, every Thanksgiving gets kidnapped. Right. And the kids come back to school and it's like CSI Santa Monica. You yeah, know, I there's police tape and handprints and footprints. And I was thinking to myself, okay, these kids have never physically seen this swordfish. <laughs> I've zoomed from my classroom a couple of times. They've seen him in the background and stuff, but they have no connection to this swordfish. So, um, so on the first day of the mystery unit, I was like outside the classroom 
Zooming with the kids and I say to them, oh, you guys, there, there, there's been a robbery. They, they stole Rocky. They stole our swordfish. And the kids absolutely freaked out. They That's couldn't awesome. believe it. Like ha only having seen a swordfish a couple times, um, they were super concerned about him, totally bought it. And we did the two or three week mystery, you know, reading Scooby-Doo books and learning about fingerprints and suspects and mug shots and all this stuff. And the kids were 100% into it. So That's amazing. So, you know, I found a way to make thematic teaching work via distance learning is, first of all, as a teacher, you've just got to be really into it. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to be really into it. And then just like I do in the classroom um, is all the work we do is thematic. You know, I, I, I make my own worksheets and stuff like that. So what I've done, um, the, the philosophy I'd, I figured out in the spring was, man, there were too many moving parts with these kids. Right. And with, are you familiar with Seesaw and Freckle and all these yep. other um, side There's applications? A lot. Yeah. I don't do any of it. You know what I do with my kids for three hours a day? I email my parents a 16 page packet yeah. okay, for each day. And through Zoom, we just go through the packet page by page. Now, some of it, I try to make play-based as much as I can. Like I've tried to make Uno cards, you know, thematic Uno cards with Star Wars or Halloween pictures. We play Spot It online. Yeah. There's a worksheet where we play Spot It online that actually works where I hold up two Spot It cards and I go, okay, guys, write down the match. And oh, the kids awesome. are all, it's cool because the kids are all, yeah, the kids are all muted. You know, in a normal classroom, you get one genius who immediately goes, campfire, campfire. <laughs> it's the same kid every time who sees it, right? But on Zoom, since you can mute all the kids, I'm holding it up. And then, you know, eventually everybody sees it. And some kids are writing campfire. Some kids are just writing a C, you know, and that's fine, mm -hmm. whatever the, the expectation is. So I try to make it, I try to keep it thematic. Um, I try to keep it uh, leveled for the kids who can barely write and maybe only getting that initial consonant. But right. then you've got your smarty boots who are writing entire words, you know, and good for them. <laughs> um, but we sit via Zoom and just go through this packet because what I, what I haven't figured out, and I know some teachers are good at it. Some teachers have probably figured it out. I'm not doing breakout rooms. I'm with yeah, the kids. I don't know how, this level, second, how you would you know? do it. Yeah, just getting them in you know, and I out. I talked of about that with. I saw it happen in a teacher conference, and it was hard to manage. Like teachers go into the breakout break room. Out. Yeah, we do breakout rooms with our big buddies for uh, forty-five minutes on Friday. Okay, and man, it's a nightmare. Yeah, they. I don't know. They get booted out of the room. They're raising their hands. They're kicking themselves out of the room. You don't know what's going on. So I don't even. I don't do breakout rooms, and and so I'm not saying to the kids, okay, now go log into Seesaw or log into Freckle or Lexia mm -hmm. or any of these other programs, I'm physically with the kids for the entire three hour session of Zoom. And we just go page by page through the, you know, right now we're in our Star Wars unit. So it's 16 Star Wars exercises, That's you know? Cool. It starts out, you know, where we start out doing a calendar during the day and we, we were counting down to, um, to the New Year's and, and the kids, thankfully, what great timing actually, the kids are totally into the Mandalorian. Oh, perfect. Some, yeah. I, I some kids they've never seen, yeah. They've never seen Star Wars, but man, they're loving the Mandalorian. Yep. You know? And yeah, I just dropped the hammer on them that they are never allowed to say 
the words baby Yoda, you know, like <laughs> I scream at him. He's not baby Yoda. He's Grogu. Stop calling it. Ba-. And then, you know, some kid will have their hand raised and I'll unmute them and go, oh, you know, Ford's got something to say. And he'll just be screaming, baby Yoda, baby Yoda, baby Yoda. <laughs> just to drive me crazy. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I think you saw a video of me online. Um, I'm teaching from my classroom. Um, or, or I'm teaching from my garage right now because that's the only purely white wall in my house because I have a, I dress as Darth Vader for three hours a day and I'm teaching as Darth Vader. I tell the kids, you know, you've got a substitute teacher today, guys, you better be nice. That's awesome. And it's Darth Vader with the virtual background and uh, the garage wall is the only wall that will accept the virtual <laughs> background. So what's your virtual background? Is it a Death Star or what do you got on your virtual uh, background? You know, I, uh, it's, it's the uh, bridge of a Star Destroyer. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I, I saw your video and I loved how you were telling whoever Emma or whatever her name was, yeah. use the force to spell and you were naming a CBC <laughs> yes, word or something. Like, that's, that's amazing. And this is my Darth Vader voice. Use the force to spell cat. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, so good. And yeah, the kids, you know, um, if we were in class, some of the parents would be kind of warning me, oh, you know, she's kind of scared of Darth Vader and stuff. But the second Darth Vader appeared in our Zoom, nobody was scared. Right. Oh, yeah. They were like, Darth, we want our teacher back. And they were like poking him with a pencil, <laughs> you know, it did a camera going, I'm going to poke you with a pencil, Darth Vader. So it hasn't scared anybody. Next week, I'm spending the whole week dressed as Chewbacca. Awesome. And you know what? Next week, so next week's going to be the third week of this unit. So really, the kids should know how to do everything. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, there's going to be one day where I never speak a word of English to them. I'm only going to talk in Wookiee and just point to the <laughs> assignment all day and go, wah, <laughs> just like that all day. And the kids are going to be going, I don't understand it. I'm going to be good using Wookiee sounds all day. <laughs> that is amazing. And see, these are the types of units that, that first I remember seeing you give your, your talk, Rock and Roll Kindergarten, which was right. your curriculum that you wrote all of these things around. So you mentioned... Uh, mystery you mentioned um construction halloween. star yeah. wars halloween and there's so much more i know yeah. i kind of want to go into some of the more playful type ones as well and the way so, when when things so, pre-covid the way you yeah, would set up so, your room for different things because you i mean everything you're saying right now is amazing for this time and 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 i love the fact that you're hitting on all these engagement factors because that's yeah. what it is i mean when when we can't physically play with our right. students the next best thing is keep them as engaged as possible and so because and I, because it hit in March, I had just finished my uh, baseball, basketball, and bowling units. I was going to mention bowling, yeah. So we did those. We did those in class last spring with the kids, and then the pandemic hit, so the kids missed out on um, restaurant, Japan, construction, and pirate. Okay, we okay. did that online already. Up to this year, so I'm in two weeks going to enter my basketball, baseball, bowling unit most likely online. There's a chance we could be back in class, right? but I'm preparing to do the distance learning. But in the fall, I do a golf unit. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you know what I did? I had every family go out and some families were able to get little putting greens and they're just six foot strips of AstroTurf. You know, if you get a cheap one, they're like 20 bucks. I loaned out all the putters I had and gave out golf balls to all the kids so that each kid, all of my, all of my kids had a little putting green set up in their living room awesome. or whatever room they're zooming from. So after each golf activity, I'd say, okay, go try to make three putts in a row. 
Wow. You know, and they were in the same room. They would go get their putts in and then I'd call them back to the computer and they'd all come, you know, the second I, you know, I was worried about, am I going to be able to get these kids back yeah. because I was giving them so many putting breaks. They could count on a putting break every 15 minutes or so. <laughs> like that putting break. <laughs> um, every time they could, yeah, every time they, because it wasn't just once a day or something, you know, they all come back to the computer to get back to work. Um, so we were able to pull off a golf unit through distance learning. That's so cool. So I told the parents, you know, before Christmas and Hanukkah, I said, it would be awesome. I go, guys, it looks like we, we got to prepare for online learning for the rest of the year. So after the Star Wars unit, we're going to do a basketball unit. Now, I don't care if the kids are shooting a little wad of paper into right. a coffee mug, or you go get a Nerf thing for your doorway, yep. or you go get one of those little Fisher Price stand-up basketball hoops. The kids are going to need to be able to shoot a basket of some kind. You know, um, and you know, it's two weeks away, so I have no idea what they're going to come up with. But <laughs> like I said, bottom of the barrel is, hey, wad up a piece of paper and give them a wastebasket. That's yep. their, that's their hoop. You know, that's how we did that a lot in my classroom was we, we got yeah. the recycle bin out and we used that exactly. recycled paper to shoot into a little basketball hoop. Exactly. So, you know, it's all about improvising and stuff like that. And then same thing for the baseball unit. Um, the baseball unit is going to be, uh, you know, mostly throwing overhand and stuff like that so whether it's a wadded up piece of paper at a target or they go out and get you know one of those little inflatable your son's a baseball player those yep. little inflatable catchers you know right. for 13 or 14 dollars um you know we're just going to make it work and then beyond that maybe they get a bowling set for their, for yep. their living which you can get for super cheap yeah <laughs> you know those old, old old fisher price bowling sets are not expensive um and, um, you know, I have some in the classroom I can loan out that I'm not, not going to be using if we're still online. So it's all about making it work, you know, and then really stretching as far as, um, you know, there's a, there's, there's a card game for anything. Yep. You know, everybody's made a baseball, basketball and bowling card game. There's dice games for everything. So it can be done online. You know, it's just really hard if you think that you're going to create a breakout room and have five kids playing uno or you know <laughs> spot it or yeah. a dice game you know in k1 it's gonna be tough you yep. know i prefer to just um uh customize the game so that we're all playing at once you know yep. like i said before spot it is the perfect example you I'm know totally stealing that that's amazing yeah. i love that you, just, <laughs> you hold up the two cards and the kids have to write down the match they see and 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 that's the thing about distance learning is some elements are better. Like, yep. like I said, in class, the same person shouts out the, the, the every, match, single time. every single time, you know, <laughs> they just, they're wired for it. You know, they something in their brain. They just, they can beat the adults at it. But when the kids are all muted and they only see your spotlighted video, you know, it's like, it works perfectly to hold it up. Right. So um, yeah, it's all about customizing it and it's just keeping it thematic, thematic, thematic. Well, and the customization is one thing I wanted to to address because I know when I first saw you speak and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, he does golf, he does stars, he does pirate hunt, all these things. And I think people that are listening that might not know you are thinking, when does he do this? Like, how is this happening? Is this like a fun Friday? But this is every day for you. This, this is, is every day. single day of the unit. Yeah. And when, when people hear you say like for online learning, doing your, your work pages, I got to see your star Wars packet. Yeah. And I, I want all of you listeners to know, this is not like math problem worksheets. This is star Wars themed games. <laughs> they were doing slide puzzles. They were doing uh, like hidden word searches with the spelling out the, the picture to match the letter, like code right. writing. 
So I, I guess kind of explain to people that, that this is not just a, a fun Friday after you read a book about Star Wars, right? Like right. Star Wars takes over, but all of your standards are included in some way or another. Right. So, so I had a mini tragedy happen to me um, uh, earlier this fall. My computer that I've been using for, I think, over 10 years finally crashed. Wait, wait, one of your computers. Don't you travel with like three of them? (laughs) Oh, I travel with six if I'm doing a presentation. But the one computer that I've been doing all my desktop publishing on for the last 10 years finally crashed. And I knew it was coming. The computer was glitching up. Now, this was a program called Aldis Freehand that unless you're a desktop publisher for the last 20 years, you've never heard of. This is before Photoshop, okay? Before Illustrator. So I've been working on this incredibly old program for 10 years. It finally crashes. And now with my new computer, I'm forced to learn Adobe Illustrator. (laughs) And it was so hard. Like Adobe programs aren't easy. Once you figure out they're good, but they're tough. All the movies that I make and you see online, I still use iMovie HD. Really? Do you know how old that is? Do you know how old iMovie HD is? Were you still okay. using like your original MacBook? Is yes. Nice. Yes, I was using a MacBook. Okay. So, um, so learning Illustrator was incredibly difficult. Um, but now I'm an Illustrator master. That's awesome. Okay. Now I'm as good at it as I was at Freehand. So the way I start each unit is. I spend, I don't know, two hours downloading all the clip art, yep. dragging all the clip art in that I need for, for, the, for the unit. And then you, you know what you do? You build a template, mm-hmm. right? So each day during the Star Wars unit is about a different character. So every night it takes me about 30 minutes to swap out all the Princess Leia's for Han Solo's in the 16 page packet. You know, <laughs> some, of the, some of the pages remain the same, but I would say eight or nine of them, I'm physically changing every single night um, from Princess Leia to Han Solo, from Jabba the Hutt to Boba Fett, you know, whatever it is. And, and then I email it to the parents two days in advance so they can print it out. And you really get into this groove where you're getting better and faster. Right. And I know a lot of teachers, you know, are probably not creating their own materials, but really that's, if you want to be as thematic as I am, you're not going to find this stuff online, mm-hmm. you know, like it, you know, nobody's done it as thematic as I have. And, you know, I'm trying to figure out a way, you know, the best way to just, uh, I'm going to put it all on my teachers pay teachers store for free. And yeah, everybody's going to be able to download it. And it's going to say Franklin cool school at the top. And <laughs> it's going to be up to you to chop that off if you want it, but it's all numbered by pages and stuff like that. Um, but, um, but you just get into this groove where you're swapping out all the words, you're swapping out all the clip art, and everything like that. And it takes me about a half an hour a night to, uh, to create tomorrow's pack. Dedication though, man. Dedication. Yeah. yeah and it, you know, it, it's also good for when I go back to school. Um, you know, I'm going to have all this done. Right. You know, it'll all be done. You know, I'll have these masters created in a new program that I'm not dependent on, you know, a 10 year old program. So that <laughs> if this computer that I'm talking to you on crashes tomorrow, I could go use, you know, anybody's computer that has Adobe Illustrator on it. I still crack every time you say stuff like that. Cause you, when I first saw you speak, you were speaking about technology in the classroom, but uh, <laughs> you still, I mean, you still do. You, you've got I'm great technology ideas, but I just, I, at the same time, I love technology, but I don't like change. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I, I feel like a grumpy old man, but I can't stand the new iMovie. <laughs> 
I can't stand. It doesn't make sense. It's not linear left to right. It's not. It just makes no sense to me. I know people who learn it because you never knew what iMovie HD was like. If you never knew what that was like, learning iMovie is easy. Okay. But if you were an iMovie HD person learning the new iMovie, I still can't do it. It's so. so If you're an Adobe guy, you need to try Adobe Premiere. There, that's the video. Man, really? You think you think it translates from? I no, I've never used it. I've done totally. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying. I bit the bullet this past year. I bit the bullet and bought um, Final Cut Pro because I wanted oh. some more features than than iMovie had. And I think they had like an educators like pack out there at one point okay. that gave me some audio software. But so are you a Final Cut my... guy now? Are you, do you do everything in Final Cut? I do it. Yeah, I, I okay. don't even have iMovie on my computer anymore. I and you, on... you definitely think it's better there's so much, so many more features, like yeah. you're not limited to, to a couple tracks. Like you can yeah. like stack stuff like crazy, which helped with my, my YouTube stuff, but for what you do, I mean, iMovie is perfect for what you're doing. Yeah, I never need more than two layers of audio. You yeah. know, it's, it's a person talking and maybe music playing in the background, right. You know, stuff like that. So, well, um, but yeah, that's been one of the blessings and curses of the pandemic is that <laughs> every teacher in America is getting a technology crash course. Oh yeah. And on a like, lot of things they could care less about. <laughs> right. You, you know, you're not going to have these teachers still fumbling around computers anymore. Like as a classroom teacher, a, a lot of us are talking about quite possibly for the rest of our lives doing back to school night via Zoom. Yeah. Gosh. The attendance was phenomenal. People did not have to hire babysitters. Right. Um, uh, you know, the parents being muted was just like the kids being muted. You got, mm-hmm. you got a lot more information across in an hour <laughs> because people weren't raising their hands and saying, my child, da, 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 da. and then you spend five minutes answering a question about one kid in the class. Yeah. Um, uh, and, you know, same with parent teacher conferences. They were really efficient. I bet. You got, you know, both parents in either a working one parent working or a divorce divorce situation you had both parents there um right. you know th- there's some things that we may take from this distance learning that that, that might stick you know um you know like man do i love staff meetings online <laughs> staff meetings online you know because you know you as a kindergarten teacher remember our staff meetings 95 percent of the material did not apply to kindergarten exactly <laughs> you know, it was all it was all about upper grade testing or PE classes that we're not part of or science schedules that we don't get, you know, all these things that, that we don't, uh, that we're not privy to in kindergarten, you know, is what we spent our time on in staff meetings. Um, and uh, being able to, you know, multitask where I'm working on my tomorrow's 16 page packet during a staff meeting while they're talking about PE schedules has been yep. awesome. I you know, I, I love it, you know. Um, yeah, you were one that when this all started that that I thought of right away, and I, I know that you did some pretty amazing. I mean, some of your videos went pretty viral with like the the meet and greet where kids drove to you to get rather than you going Uh-oh. to everybody's house. That was amazing to watch. <laughs> you, know, I mean, I, you know, I don't know if I'm the best teacher in America or the laziest teacher in America. <laughs> that was the best. But while all these other teachers in America were driving <laughs> the packets to the kids' houses, I set up my little table on the street. <laughs> you know, I, and, and had the parents drive by with the windows up and I'd hand them their packet and say hi to the kids. And it was funny because I had the kid, the, a lot of the parents videotaping from inside it was so good. and they didn't tell their kids where they were going. 
Oh, and all yeah. of a sudden, the, the kids are pulling up along the school, kind of staring at their school. And there I am sitting with my little desk outside <laughs> going, hey, Micah, what's up, Micah? How are you doing? Um, oh, yeah, that's so good. I just, yeah, I, I'll, rather than laziness, I'll call it efficiency. It was, <laughs> it was engagement, engagement, right? Efficiency. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> so I'm curious, I mean, I'm interested to keep following your story. Curious to see how you keep adapting. I, I love the tips you've given for teachers, just, you know, keeping it simple, but in, engaging. I mean, keeping the kids as engaged yeah. as possible. Take out all the moving parts. That was a great, yeah. <laughs> great piece of advice. Because really with this whole world of education right now, that's where teachers, I mean, I see it firsthand with, with Trisha, my wife. Yeah number of things that she's required i mean she wants to do it all too because it's her students but all these requirements that make sure this is updated by this time and make sure this is updated Mm -hmm. by this time and unfortunately where we are they're doing both like she has students in person in the morning and then the afternoon is all virtual so she's she's basically teaching two classes yeah yeah we've we've been we've been lucky our school i mean every school around us actually has been in person since august um we are going half days because our school was under construction. So there was no lunchroom. There was no library, like no big spaces. So to limit. So, if, lunch- but not for the construction, you would be full day. It's because of the construction. They're discussing full day. Yeah. Like the other schools have been full oh. day around us. Um, we've had, I won't get the numbers right, but I, th- I think maybe seven cases, but it was either like teachers who were then forced to, to quarantine yeah, or like, no con- like contact cases like you know grandma had it so student right, stay home. Right. But nothing that swept the school i mean our school has been very very strict about you know no visitors so it, that's hard because i don't get to go see her classroom i don't get to go see it all this year but yeah um you know they're they're doing checks at the door for everyone but they're making it work and it's been amazing yeah. to watch like they how should big, be how big is that school See, that's the other thing we're, we're a one school district so we can kind of make our own rules right uh-huh. and it's uh when i was there it was like 900 students okay yeah that's K- eight so, so how the heck are they getting eight or 900 kids on and off campus did they stagger the start time so a lot of parents are doing drop-off um buses so we we share buses with other schools in our, oh, our area like buses. we're a co-op bus wow but like our, our high school has not gone back in person at all no kidding. Town, but they're a different district our high school is different yeah. district. so like bus drivers for that so is, she, is, is the elementary school doing temperature checks as the kids walk in? They do. We've got, they're using every staff member that doesn't have a like first period class. So like all the PE teachers, all the junior high teachers right. don't have a homeroom, all the office staff, anybody and everybody they have assigned at different doors. And, and, and you have one of those little iPads that you stick your face in front of and it gives you the temperature. I don't know if they're using thermometers or what they're doing. No exactly. way they're no way they're using thermometers. I really I I I can't go, so I don't know. I guess like I even my kids That's don't know. You don't even know how they're doing it. <laughs> so you know, we're an 800 kid school, and you know, I mean, just trying to figure out how to get these kids on and off campus. Right. It, it you know it, it it your initial gut feeling is okay. We'll stagger the schedules. Well, what do you do for a family that has a, a kindergartner, a second grader, and a fifth grader? You're going to have them do three different drop-offs and right. pickups, and uh, you know. So, like I said, we're not back into it yet, but you know, our administration—they're just trying to figure out just the logistics. See, and that's where our, our district is so different than any others because we are just yeah. one school, and and we're K eight, um, and like so the the I guess the staggered if that's what we want to call it this year, yeah. kids can arrive starting at 7 30 wow. so teachers 
teachers are being paid like an extra amount of money because they're showing up before con like which teachers show yeah. up anyway right but sure. because they're kind of have to be there before contract hours now so kids can start arriving at 7 30 but they don't have to be in their classrooms until like 805 i think so right. like my two kids ride with trisha to school in the morning and they can go down to their classrooms and like olivia was telling me one day she's like we set up the christmas tree today and i was like when do you do that? And she's like, before everybody else gets there. I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. So there is like a 35 minute window that parents have to drop kids off. And our school is another situation that's kind of different is we are out in the middle of nowhere. So mm -hmm. we, we don't have walkers. Like everybody either rides a bus or they get dropped off. Wow, that's so, the exact opposite of my school. Right, we're like you're part of a school. neighborhood. Yeah, we're a neighborhood school. We're 800 kids, you know, we're probably 750 out of the 800 kids walk to school or have an incredibly short drive, but yeah, you know, we don't get, we don't bus. yeah, we're not, none of my kids arrive on a bus or anything like that. So it's interesting how people are just making it work, you know, right. and we'll see, you know, I mean, do you think uh, there's going to be a uh, greater appreciation for teachers at the end of this? I sure hope so. I yeah. sure hope so. But I would have thought that for all the other you know, occupations out there too, but we've seen how that has gone. Yeah, uh, you know, I like, don't know. I think, I think it's going to go one of two ways. There's going to be a, great appreciation for the teachers who are like you working their butts off to make this as amazing as possible. And then I also think we're going to see possibly a shortage of teachers again, because there's a lot that don't want to put the, I mean, not so much don't want to, but it's tough. I mean, let's yeah. get it right. It is tough. And I'm not even in the classroom to say that I see yeah. it firsthand with Trisha. It is, it is tough. But here's the one thing I keep telling teachers is that when I talk, whether it's a, a you know, chat with like this or a keynote that I'm doing is that there, there are two types of teachers in the world. There are great teachers. And then there are people who shouldn't be teachers. Like th that was not their career path. They should have gone down. And, and honestly, uh, those people bailed back in March, right? Like yeah, right. Things got super hard. <laughs> those people were gone. Everybody that's still in the classroom today. I, I don't think that they're going to be leaving anytime soon because they're here for a reason. You know, if you yeah. weren't meant to be a teacher, then you're not teaching right now. Yeah, I, I, I agree. You know, I mean, we, I'm at a pretty exceptional school to begin with. So, you know, all the teachers that I know of are just absolutely killing it. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, they're, they're doing the juggling act. Um, a lot of the parents are very appreciative. They understand the after hours that, you know, um, that everybody's putting in. Um, and the teachers, you know, they, they're willing and happy to do it. You know, right. I just, you know, it's what's amazing to me is, like I said earlier, my sons are 19 and 20 years old. Mm -hmm. Okay. How people are doing this with small kids in the house is beyond me. Yeah. Like if I had, if my kids were in first and third grade and needed my help, um, you know, my wife's a teacher too. We're both zooming all day. Mm -hmm. Okay. And those kids needed help getting into a seesaw or a, you know, breakout room or something like that. I don't know how people are working from home with the kids online, you know, no, there's no way. hats off to all these parents especially the teachers who are parents of these small children. Actually, because a couple of my students that I have that I have in my, my classroom that I'm running are teachers, kids yeah, who I, couldn't go to preschool, but right. those moms are teaching virtually during that time. So their kids come to me, they go home and teach, and then they come pick them up from me. But, but I get to teach, you know, like, yeah. it's, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's, it's definitely going to be one of those. I told my daughter the other day, I said, keep remembering this. Like, this is going to be in history books. Like it really is your childhood is going to be in history books someday. It it's really crazy. is. So I just, I just did the math. I think, 
I think I've assigned something like 1500 pages of work so far. <laughs> and the parents keep asking me, you know, at the, at the turn of the year, they said, do we have to hold on to all this stuff? And I said, yes, because in the end, I want a picture <laughs> of your five-year-old standing next to a page of what well, we're halfway through of 3000 pages of worksheets <laughs> that they did, you know, and, and again, I try to work in all the games and stuff, but ultimately I'm sending home this enormous packet every day. I want a picture of these kids standing next to the packet of material that they did during the, during the pandemic. <laughs> taller than them. 2020. Yeah. It will be <laughs> as tall as some of them. But I, I keep going back. Cause I saw it. Like, I, I don't, I don't agree with Colleen what you're sending home worksheets and you know, you know, my heart with worksheets, yeah. I'm not a fan. I've always, I've always said kindergarten should not be a worksheet factory. And, yeah. And, you know, and, and, and in our play-based, play. in our play-based classrooms, it's not. But the second we went to distance learning, I looked around and I said, well, I cannot have these, you know, I can't assign these families to go play Uno together as a right. family at 9.15 in the morning, you mm -hmm. know, like we would be in class and then say, okay, now go to the putting station. And here's what you, I, you parents, I need you to do. I need you to count their putts. I realized that it was going to become worksheets and it was going to become how play-based can we make the worksheets, right. how fun and how thematic can we make the worksheets? I got excited when I saw them. I know my son would absolutely love doing yeah. those, the, the word scrambles and everything, the slide puzzle thing that you sent home. Yeah. Just like in the classroom where, you know, I mean, the whole point of play-based classrooms is that you're hiding the learning. Right. The kids have no idea they're doing math when they're bowling, you know? Yeah. And I know we, we never really got into that too much, but that that's what I love about these units too. Like I mentioned is, is there's going to be some listeners still listening this going, oh my gosh, but when are you teaching? When are you teaching? Yeah. And the teaching is all into these units. Like you just said, math and bowling. I know. Yeah. Um, like during basketball, it's counting by two. Yeah. Yep. It's skip counting. And then by the, by the last week we're shooting three pointers and it's skip counting by threes and stuff like that. So it's all, it's all baked into the thematic units that I do um, throughout the year, you know? So it was just a matter of translating it to online. And then anybody that's listening to this that has, has read my book, Kurt is the one I mentioned in one of the chapters, even about cards. Yeah. Like I remember one of my favorite things I took from you was I started collecting baseball cards from anybody yeah. that was getting rid of them because you use them for the worthless baseball cards. Classic, yeah. yeah, like I'm, Give I'm, me I'm the worthless baseball cards. <laughs> <laughs> but you, I know sorting, you've used them for, for number yeah. sorting, all kinds of stuff, you Absolutely. know, letter recognition, anything and everything right. that you can matching colors, matching team logos. And I remember when I, my mother-in-law and father-in-law were selling their house and they had gone through stuff of Trisha's brothers. And, I, and they're like, we just have all these cards. I'm like, give them to me, give them to me. Like, I'll yeah, take all you give got. Them to me. Give them to me. You know, like same thing with, you know, the, the golf magazines. If you go into any golf shop, um, they have this stack of free golf magazines. Oh yeah. There's your collages for the golf unit. There you know, you that, that, that's all that your cutting material that, you know, you supply the kids with a free golf magazine. Um, and then you give them a vocabulary list and say, go find a putter, go find a driver, That's go awesome. find a picture of, you know, of a putting green or something like that. So, um, everything yeah, you have to do, but done in a fun way. Exactly. Exactly. So I know that you're busy and you've got to get a, to another meeting and, and probably teach some more today. I'm not sure what your schedule's like, but how can everybody find you follow you? What's, what's the best way to keep up? Cause I know people are going to go, oh my gosh, I got to see more of this. How can they see any of this in action say, right now? I would say go to, go to the uh, Ted talk first. Okay. And I'll you link know, that in the show um, notes. Well, what's the Ted, the talk, Ted again? talk Occupy kindergarten. Yeah. It's called Occupy kindergarten. You just YouTube Occupy kindergarten. It'll pop up. Um, Beyond that, I'm in a, um, a uh, what do you call it, hosting dispute with my uh, rock and roll <laughs> kindergarten. So 
rockandrollkindergarten.com is down temporarily. I'm working on getting it back up, but when it's when it's back up, um, or if you type, I think rock and roll kindergarten or R and R kindergarten into Teachers Pay Teachers. Okay. Look through my Teachers Pay Teachers store, and I'm just about to upload my entire year's curriculum, and awesome. it'll be absolutely for free. Well, I'll link it because all in the show notes I, as I well. I couldn't too. possibly charge for all this because I'm not customizing it for everybody else. <laughs> I'm just saying, here's what I've done already. Now here it is for you for free. And <laughs> that's what I loved about seeing you speak too, is you always said, if you came to see me speak, I'm not going to charge you for stuff. Here's my link. And you would send out a download link. And it was- This is my life's work, man. You know, I want as many people using it as humanly possible. It's awesome. You know, I don't even want to charge a dollar for it. You know, I'm just going to stick it up there for free. And I'll go through your your Twitter or something like that to, to post the links to it. All right, cool. Because um, I know you have a big network of teachers and man, stuff like I'm, that, man. Thanks for I just like talking work. to teachers. So isn't it great? <laughs> like when I'm at a dinner party and my wife goes, "Oh, that person's over there. That that person's a teacher." I go for a beeline, and we spent <laughs> for the next five hours. Oh my gosh, your school's this. My school's this. My school's this. It's like I love talking to other teachers. I just That's love awesome, it. Man. All right. Well, I appreciate your time. Thank you for everything you're doing for teachers, for your students. Thank you for keeping play alive. And uh, thanks for, for chatting, man. It's always great, always to, great to talk to you, Adam. Okay, buddy. We'll talk to you all soon. Right, see you. Thank you all so much for listening. If you want to hear more music like what you're hearing right now, visit cuckookangaroo.com. And then please like, share, and rate this podcast wherever you're listening to it so others can find it too. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Because you are the best.